Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, it's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, and my co-host, JC. Hey, JC. Hi. Well, welcome back. This has been an awesome podcast. I could talk to you, Vicki, for hours. Everybody, our <laughs> very special guest, Vicki M. Lambert, the payroll advisor. Well, it's great to be here. This is a lot of fun. Oh, you are a wealth of knowledge. I, in my head, I'm already like, oh, yeah, so many people need to talk to you and hear from you. So thank you so much for being on our podcast. I want to hear some unique stories. No names, of course. We know okay. how that goes or situations <laughs> about, oh, I don't know, maybe uncommon garnishments. What you got for us? Well, first of all, I think that it's always interesting uh, a lot of payroll people and a lot of HR people do not realize that the garnishment is not served on the employee. It is served on the employer. Right. Because let's say if it was served on the employee, we wouldn't do it. We only do it because there's a cranky judge somewhere, you know, <laughs> and you just, that's the reason. So when we look at that, no matter what is weird about this garnishment, if it's legal, we have to do it. So we get people coming. I got a person come in one time who I, two child supports. One, the guy came in and he said, this isn't my kid. And I basically said, I don't care. <laughs> and he was getting very <laughs> adamant that it wasn't his kid. So I said, there's nothing I can do. It's been served. I have to honor it. And he just kept going. So I finally said to him, look, what is on my door? On my door, it says payroll manager. It does not say paternity testing. <laughs> okay, I don't care. But one time I did help someone uh, get rid of a child support because there was no way that it was her kid. <laughs> she was 23, had never been married, okay, never had children or adopted children or even babysat kids. And she got a child support garnishment. Now, you have oh. to believe on your best day with your worst drugs or your worst day with your best drugs, you're <laughs> going to remember that you had a child. It's, it's, I kind of forget that. There were it's 10 so months in Vegas, Vicky, that I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, got it. I, you know, because you remember old movie stars, they used to disappear yeah. for like eight months. And then when they come back refreshed and that they had their baby. So it's always that, but one fun story that, that was sad, but really kind of broke my heart, but was, ended up being happy in the end, was I had a child support garnishment for a guy, and both of the custodial, non-custodial parent, the, the mother and the father, both worked for the same company. So basically, I had this child support, but the child died. Oh. Okay? So they couldn't get the the agency this was way back before the agencies got as efficient as they are now the agency wouldn't stop it so i had to keep taking it out oh. okay and i would take it out and then the mother would come to my door and give it back to me and i would give it to him after oh. three months of this they got back together oh. <laughs> and they actually had another baby so it's sometimes you go wow i i think i might have helped there 
Right, right. But what I find amazing is how many child supports one person can have. Okay. I had one, one guy had eight child supports, eight different women, eight different children. Then I met somebody who's one of their employees had 10. That's the most I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. So you, you see a lot and about people when you start dealing with these private issues. But to me, I have a, I have one saying about, or two sayings, I should say about garnishments. First of all, Doing garnishments is like being in the kitchen uh, at Jurassic Park. You've got all the raptors because if you do one thing wrong, you make one slight noise or wiggle a little bit and they're going to come after you. They're going to bite you. And you've got the employee. You've got the judge. You've got the agencies. You've got the non-custodial parent. And they all do not like each other. And you're the disinterested third party who has to put up with all of it. So like I said, I look at them as raptors. And then the other thing I told a friend of mine when she was just getting so frustrated with garnishments, I said, look at it this way. There's an old play in a movie called The Wiz. In fact, they're going to be bringing it back on Broadway. And the scarecrow sings a song that says, you can't win, you can't get even, and you can't get out of the game. That describes garnishments for payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's it's uh it's painful. It's very painful for the payroll person, whoever is doing payroll, to first of all keep a straight face, know that it's the law, and no matter how empathetic or sympathetic you are, you still have to follow it. Yeah. And you're gonna hear a lot of personal information, not by choice, but you still gotta draw the line and say, I- I'm sorry, I- I've gotta follow this or else we're in violation of law. Yeah, and it it gets to be difficult because when you are the payroll person, you have bosses to report to. Mm -hmm. And some of those bosses, they do know what's going on with garnishments. But the big rule is HR is not supposed to know. So that's where there's going to be a split today between your your, uh, listeners because we have that rule. Now, let me preface this. I can take a garnishment for anything, and I can go out to the strip and I could put it on one of in Las Vegas here, and I could put it on one of those billboards and announce to everybody that JC has a child support. There is literally no law that stops me. Wow! Because these are it's a court. It, it's open. Everybody knows. Yeah. Whoa. But if that person, if I have a garnishment and that person doesn't get a raise because of that garnishment, the company gets in trouble. Right. They cannot be punished for having the garnishment. So that's where we have to start keeping them separate from HR and separate from the people's managers, you know, because I remember I had one guy, I was walking past accounts payable and I saw a, a manager of a, of a department looking through the IRS file. Okay. So I'm immediately suspicious and I ask him what he's doing. And he says, Oh, I heard that whatever the employee's name was had a federal tax levy. And I just wanted to see if this was true because I'm getting ready to give him a raise and I'm not going to give him one if he doesn't pay his taxes. Yeah. So my little heart started again. And (laughs) fortunately, fortunately, you make the checkout to the U.S. Treasury, (laughs) which he didn't know. So we had to have a long talk. Nobody could know about garnishments except payroll, even if your boss asked you. I have a quote I want to share and read and, and get your feedback on. This is from the American Cancer Society. 
I was fortunate enough to be placed in immunotherapy. Unfortunately, the cost was so high that each month I owed money and had to even have my wages garnished due to high cost. It's embarrassing. It makes me feel ashamed at work now that I'm returning to the workplace. That's hard. It is. Creditor garnishments are probably the most embarrassing thing when we receive those because that means you haven't paid your bill. Somebody has sued you for a bill and, you know, payroll now knows this. I've had people walk by me and not look me in the eye because they're embarrassed about it, you know. And so we've had that problem for a long time with that as well, as that the personal information can be disruptive and getting the garnishment can be disruptive. But sometimes I just wonder, because one of the things that happened to me is I got a this is not funny anymore, and I'll say why in a minute. The story I'm going to give you is kind of funny, but the ending of it isn't. And basically, I had done a bankruptcy. Now, the only way you can declare bankruptcy, which, again, that would be another type of garnishment that payroll would receive, is a bankruptcy. So now I know everybody that you owe, and I know everything about you because it's all in the bankruptcy. Okay? So I processed a bankruptcy, and the woman I processed it on her payroll came running to my office and said it wasn't her bankruptcy. Now, it was. She got angry and threw a coffee mug across the room and came at me. And, of course, I was much larger than her and stronger and younger. So I simply knocked her down because she was swinging at me and sat on her. So my boss is hearing all this, and she comes running to my office. And as I'm sitting on this woman, she says, Vicki, we must talk about your communication skills. You cannot sit on people, okay? So I basically talked to her. Her husband had forged her signature. She knew nothing about it at all about this garnishment. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So my my teaching after that episode became you must at all times protect yourself because I don't want to die over a tax levy. And it was a joke. But unfortunately, we've had HR people now killed in the workplace because of tax levies. Yeah, And and I have a friend who works at one of the casinos doing uh, uh, doing basically tax levies for IRS, and they've had to get her special cars. People have actually keyed her car. They they slashed her tires. They did everything because they didn't want that money taken. So it's become very dangerous now. I know it's a downer here on this part, but it has become dangerous that people, they can't do anything against the government, so they have to do something against the payroll person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more in our last episode when we are going to wrap up here in a few minutes. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.